Principal Matters Podcast, Episode 25. Hi, Principal Matters listeners. This is William D. Parker welcoming you to another episode of Principal Matters, the School Leaders Podcast, where each week we explore innovative and inspiring ideas to help school leaders grow in the ways that they serve their school communities. Thanks for joining me. Today I want to talk to you about some lessons learned in managing grief. You can find free resources at my website at williamdparker.com. If you subscribe for my weekly updates, you'll also receive a free ebook called Eight Hats, Essential Roles for School Leaders. You can also check out my book, Principal Matters, The Action, Courage, and Motivation Needed for School Leaders at my website or at Amazon.com. There is probably nothing more difficult for a school leader than managing the loss of a student. Student deaths are one of those situations that no amount of college course prep work, no amount of student teaching experience um, can prepare you for unless you go through the situation firsthand. But there are some lessons that you can learn um, from other people's experiences that may help you in the process of guiding students through difficult moments. And as a teacher, as an assistant principal, and as a school principal, I've experienced that loss a number of times. So today I want to share with you eight ways that you can help manage grief and help guide your school through a difficult time. I want to share those eight ways with you through one situation of a student loss that we experienced. Uh, My first year as a high school principal, we lost a senior girl in the fall semester. She was a fun-loving, strong academic student. She was loved by her peers and by her whole community. And she was lost through a tragic car accident. And you can imagine the grief and the remorse that gripped our entire school community during this time. And as painful as the situation was for our school, I also watched people pull together in some really beautiful ways. Um, A good friend asked me, how could a school prepare for such a situation like this? And I don't think anyone can ever be completely prepared for the loss of a student. But here's some feedback that I shared with my friend, and I wanted to share these same ideas with you through these eight suggestions. So number one, communicate, communicate, communicate. Information is so vital for people, especially when they're coping with grief. So as soon as we were able to establish lines of communication, we made sure that we did. We had a staff person who was able to be um, on site with the family that was involved to communicate information from us and back to us. In this situation, the student in that accident actually was in crisis for a while before she passed away. So there were lots of unanswered questions and lots of waiting for finality. So frequent messages were relayed back and forth between parties. One staff person at our school was responsible 
for emailing out updates to, to the teachers so that students would know what was going on. Nothing is more difficult for people in grief than not knowing what's happening. So communicating frequently and factually is important. I also took time to email um, all of our parents, attempting to sensitively inform them. I wanted to assure them that we would have counselors on hand. I wanted to encourage them that we would patiently and compassionately carry on with school as normal as possible while also caring for their kids. Uh, We also held an emergency faculty meeting, and that way everyone was on the same page with understanding what was happening and how we would respond. So communicate, communicate, communicate. Number two, be present and be visible. As the school principal, I felt it was important for me to visit with the family as well. So as soon as I could, I was present um, for a very short time with them. I wanted to communicate on behalf of the school the sadness that we felt, the love that we had uh, for the student and that everyone had for her. Um, I also was present at a uh, prayer vigil um, at the funeral that was held, and I wanted to make sure that we had constant communication with this family, and so there was a family friend who kind of became our contact person in this situation. It was also important for me to communicate back to my district leaders and to my school community on the things that were that were happening. We ended up hosting uh, the funeral at our school site because this ours was the largest facility in, in the city for uh, hosting, and uh, this required extra hands on deck. So needless to say, many of our um, other duties uh, had to be postponed during that time, but um, I tried to be as visible and as possible throughout the school Uh, throughout the day, even in classrooms and hallways, so that students and teachers would still see us doing school, even at the same time while responding to these crisis uh, questions and situations. Number three, maintain as much stability as possible. Um, A healthy way to manage grief is also staying the course. And so while you're in the midst of managing a difficult situation, it's important to try to maintain as many routines as you can as well. Um, And I remember in this situation, some of our teachers had been assigned to some professional development, and we decided to cancel that event so that we could keep our teachers in class and not have as many substitutes in our building that during those first few days. We wanted um, our kids to feel like things were going as normally as possible. Um, Even while we prepared, prepared for managing the situation, um, we still encouraged our teachers to teach. You know, not every student and teacher grieves the same, and and some knew the student better than others did. So keeping routines as normal as possible helped our school stay on track, while at the same time we had backup plans for those kids who needed more individual attention. Number four, allow for creative and spontaneous responses. You know, maintaining good routines is important, but so is also responding to um, student demonstrations or initiations that they have, ideas that they have on being uh, creatively grieving. So it's important to be flexible, even while you're maintaining routines. Let me give you some examples. Um, I remember in this incident, um, some volunteers who had organized an evening prayer vigil Um, And so we made sure students knew they could attend if they so chose. Uh, We had some teachers who wanted to create signs where students could write love messages or prayers. And so 
um, those were things that we were glad to encourage. Uh, we had some students who asked to wear a certain color in memory of the student. Some who wanted to put together a group photo to send to the parents. And I, if I remember correctly, we had over 300 students show up for that photo op, and the photo was sent on to the family with, with a loving message. I remember a very touching story a teacher told me of her first day back in class, uh, the hour that she had had the student, and the other students were unable to speak as they sat and they looked at the empty desk where she normally was. And finally, one of them raised his hand and just said, could we just sign the desk? And so with Sharpies in their hands, they began a time of guided and compassionate memory sharing. Um, this teacher was flexible enough not to have to bother to ask me because she knew it was something her kids needed. We had other teachers who, who were able to just carry on class as normal uh, while some students individually visited with counselors. So the point is to be prepared to place some things by ear. Maintain your normal routine as much as possible while allowing for expressions of sympathy. Number five, ask for help outside of your school. Now, we were intentional about asking for counselors within our school and within our other school sites to be present for kids. Um, we also had area youth ministers who asked if they could be present to talk to students who attended their churches, if they were comfortable speaking with them. We had some additional support of adults who were just in the building um, to help us with supervision. Um, these were great ways for us to cope together while um, reaching outside of our own school for additional support. Uh, we ended up coordinating with the local funeral home on arrangements, and we leaned on our staff and volunteers to help with that setup. Our school's uh, photography vendor donated a large portrait of the senior for the family. So all of these people together um, provided a huge support for our school community because we reached outside of our own building for help. Number six, don't forget to enjoy and appreciate the students in your building. You know, one of the best ways to soothe the hurt of loss is when you make sure that you're still paying attention to the wonderful kids in your care. So continue to give kudos, continue to congratulate, to continue to appreciate the successes that you're seeing around you. I remember in this situation, we had a, our football team had just made it to playoffs. And so even in the midst of grieving, we still took time to celebrate their win. Um, that team was treated to a special dinner. They, there was a big deal made on announcements. Um, I remember their coach being the, the uh, teacher of the month. So losing someone... Um, as difficult as it is, should remind you that the individuals still in your care, teachers and students, need to know that they're appreciated. Number seven, be prepared for media contact. Um, it wasn't long before our tragedy had made it to the news, and we were contacted by at least two different media sources wanting some details. And thanks to our yearbook teacher, we had prepared a digital photo with the family's permission to share it. We highlighted the positive responses our school community was having. And in some ways, it actually helped us um, because the the good feedback that we were able to give to the news about our community's response in some ways was soothing. And um, they were very good to report and not exploit the situation. And it helped that we had had former relationships with our media sources as well so that they had a good relationship with us during a, during a very difficult time. Last, number eight, allow yourself some time to grieve. You know, times like these often bring back painful memories of former student losses. 
or maybe even your own personal losses. So don't forget to allow yourself time to grieve and then in the process uh, while you're comforting others. You know, even though I was not personally close to the student that we lost, I still I still found myself appreciating the the comfort and the prayers of those who were closest to me. So taking time to private privately acknowledge your own struggles helps you compassionately respond to the struggles of others. So don't forget about yourself. Um, don't forget to take some quiet time to to your in your own thoughts for grief. So let's wrap this up. Um, no one is ever really prepared for something as painful as a student loss or student death. But one way you can show compassion during such a time is to be prepared to support your school community when they're grieving. So whether that includes communicating frequently or being visible or bringing in outside help or keeping routines or staying flexible or showing appreciation or managing media contacts or allowing yourself time to grieve, these are just a few ways that you can positively contribute back to your school during its very painful time of managing grief. So now it's your turn. I know some of you have managed situations much worse than the scenario that I just presented, and I've managed many other situations similar to that. And what I have found is sometimes I actually go back and I look at the steps that I followed in previous situations to make sure that I'm not missing out on important steps to be taken while managing grief. So what are some other ways that you would suggest? What are some other ways that um, you have found to be prepared to help your students during difficult times? Feel free to share those with us. If you want to comment to this podcast, you can find the blog post that accompanies this episode at williamdparker.com. Just look for Managing Grief, and you can leave a comment there as well. I'm so glad that you took time to listen, and I hope that these eight ways help you as you're thinking about how you manage difficult times in your school. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with others who may also benefit from this. If you have time to go onto iTunes and rate this program, it makes it more visible to others who can learn and grow with us. And don't forget you can subscribe for a free resource, Eight Hats, Essential Rules for School Leaders, at my website, williamdparker.com. And you can also check out my book, Principal Matters, the action, courage, motivation, and teamwork needed for effective school leadership. Thank you for listening. I hope that you have a fantastic week, and I hope that you remember that as a school leader, every day you're doing something that matters. Thanks, and looking forward to talking to you next time.